This call is. Team, thank you so much for jumping on the call this morning. I, I really appreciate it. And um, I know I've had several people reach out to me saying that they're excited to hear what I have to say today as I tackle the topic of 30 things I wish I knew at 30. And for those of you that were on earlier, and I was kind of rambling a little bit before I hit record and started the call. Um, when I was 30, um, my wife and I had just, uh, we'd only been married a couple of years. We had just moved into a condo on the 1900 block of Cleveland. Um, and I was just starting my real estate career. Um, the developer that I bought the property from um, lived on the top floor. Amy and I lived in the middle floor and he and I became friends, actually helped me get started in real estate brokerage. Um, and he asked me if I wanted to start uh, helping him with open houses on the weekends. So being from a family of builders, I love the smell of sawdust and construction. So of course, I, I took him up on that. That was 23 years ago when I was 30. Uh, 13 years ago in February, as you guys know, I've told it many times, I had my real estate heart attack. Um, and that started me on my self-development curve that I am that I am on now. And then 10 years ago, next week, um, we were gifted uh, the honor to affiliate with Sotheby's International Realty. Um, and that, that brand has helped me dramatically become who I am today and meet so many people around the country. And it's, it was very, very beneficial for my business because I was an early adopter. Um, so as I sit here today, I'm, I'm also kind of at a halftime intermiss intermission between my real estate heart attack back in 2008 and what is kind of my estimated retirement age of 65, right? So I'm right in the middle of that 12 to 13 year half, you know, um, on either side, right? 13 years since I had my real estate heart attack and 12 to 13 years before I, you know, my estimated retirement. Um, now, when you hit these milestones and personal moments in time, you I don't know about you, but I, I become very introspective, right? Like I take time to sit back and really digest what I have learned. Okay. Um, what I hope to pass down to my children and to those of you, you know, kind of in my ecosystem here, whether it be, you know, through um, the brokerage or people that follow me outside of our brokerage, but I have three wor words that are hanging on my wall at Jameson in my new office that I, that I just re that I redid over the holidays and their legacy vision and mindset. Those are my three guiding principle words. And you'll find those words defined and framed, like I said, on my wall and, um, legacy is you know, my goal is to, you know, I have to teach and continue teaching what I've learned in order to help others shave years off of their growth curve, right? And also help those of you that are in my 
ecosystem, avoid mistakes that you've made, that I've made over the years, hoping that you can avoid some of the same mistakes that I've made, right? Like, I really feel like this is my purpose. Um, and that's what life coaching is all, all about, honestly, is taking what you know, what you've read, what you've learned, and pass that on so you can help other people avoid those same mistakes. Um, and I really want you all to have that unfair advantage of the how, right? So many people have the desire. I had the desire 30 years ago. I, I've been a hustler since I was 16 years old, selling clothing and, you know, for the brass buckle, but I didn't have the how. So where legacy comes in is my need and want and desire to pass that on and help all of you avoid those mistakes and have that unfair advantage of the house. So here are the 30 things that I wish I knew at 30. And again, took me a lot to pare it down to these 30. Okay. Some of you, you know, a lot of these will be familiar, but this is an opportunity for me to, to re kind of package some of the stuff probably you've already heard. Number one, you've heard me say it, and this is what Take Flight was built on. Build your business on relationships, not transactions. You do not sell homes, right? We transact on homes, but we, what we really do is we, we collect relationships and we compound relationships, okay? Just so happens that real estate, the homes that we sell are the product. Number two, a database is the line between having a real estate hobby and a real estate business. No database, you've got a hobby. You have a database that is working, that is maintained, right? That you're consistently working to maintain those relationships, you have a business, okay? So the database is that line between a real estate hobby and a real estate business. Number three, 80% of people are motivated by desperation. 20% are motivated by inspiration. What motivates you? I got to tell you, I'm motivated by desperation. Okay. I make my most significant moves when I am pressured into action. Okay. When I am pressured into action, when I need to. So part of what I do is I create desperation where I look at my current situation and say, that's unacceptable. I need to continue to do better. Why? Because if I don't, I'll stay in the status quo. And that's not what I like to do. That's not what I teach. All right. Number four, kind of on that same point, stay uncomfortable. You can be happy and uncomfortable at the same time. Okay. In fact, that uncomfort is what pushes you to that next level, but you can be happy and should be happy during the process, during the journey. Stay happy, right? But you can be happy and uncomfortable at the same time. Number five, you will toggle between growth mode, maintenance mode, and self-discovery um, mode throughout your life, okay? We talked about this in my very first call of the year. You're one big thing. Okay, embrace all three modes for what they will mean to you during your life and your career. Okay, um, 
Number six, I don't know that I've ever brought this up with you, but it's an important one. If I have, it's been a while. Create a board of directors for your life and business. These will be those inspirational thought leaders, virtual, most of them, right? Friends, family members, all that inspire you to line up with your core beliefs, okay? Have that five to seven people that you constantly follow, that you constantly look for wisdom, that you constantly, that constantly inspire you, have them in front of you all the time, okay? Have them help you make decisions. Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talked about his board of directors, okay? Number seven, people hire who they know, like, and trust. Internalize this concept and brand yourself to it. Let the market see, let, let, pe let people see the market through your eyes. That's the know you, the like you. Let's, I want to see you. I want to know you. I want to like you. People hire who they like. And trust is your ability to show that you have evidence of success in the business, okay? Don't outsource your personal brand marketing, okay? Your personal brand marketing is personal to you and you need to make sure that you're heavily involved in that, okay? Number eight, if you need constant words of external encouragement, learn how to find it within yourself and you need to focus on mindset. In fact, I heard a quote this weekend that was pretty hardcore. They said, if you need constant, you need constant encouragement, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Elon Musk said that. You got to internalize that and make sure that you're always focused on mindset. You need to be your biggest cheer cheerleader. Okay. You require it to be done by other, other people. There's going to be issues. Number nine, run all of your decisions through a hell yes filter. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Spend your time, money, and focus on the things that have lasting value. Boy, would I wish I would have had this one early, early on at age 30. It's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Number 10, perfection gets in the way of progress. Playing at 100% perfection is impossible and will stunt your growth, okay? You wanna play at about 85 to 90% because that extra, trying to be 100% all the time, like I said, slows you way down, it's an anchor. Especially when you try to get from that 85 to 90% to 100%, the return on investment in your time is not there. Perfection gets in the way of progress. Number 11, your goal should be to find Flow, the perfect container size that, that I took out of the book, Happy Money by Ken Honda. If you haven't read it, read it. Happy Money by Ken Honda, where financial freedom, growth, and happiness meet. Okay, container size. Remember that a container size is that perfect balance between financial you know, and happiness, all of it, your whole life is in flow. And the goal is to get there and stay there. 
everybody's container size is different. So don't judge someone for being a, a different way than you are because every business is different. Every life is different, right? Okay, so number 12, eliminate and guard yourself against negative stagnant energy. They are anchors to your growth. Number 13, mindfulness practices, meditation, visualization, thinking sessions are to the mind what exercise is to the body. 15, 20 minutes a day, it'll be the most impactful moments of your day. Number 14, Okay, it's impossible to be 100% positive all the time. Okay, you cannot be 100% positive all the time. You need to focus on just being at least 51% positive because that's what creates a positive frequency. You get below 50%, that's when you start attracting negativity. That's where the mindfulness practices come in. If you're at 51% or higher, you're attracting positive energy. You're attracting a positive frequency, which is where you want to be. Impossible to be 100% positive all the time. Number 15, thoughts create feelings. Feelings create action, and it is the action that creates the results. This is the definition of the law of attraction. Thoughts create feelings, right? You need to take time and thought. You need to create a feeling that gets your butt out of bed in the morning to get into action. And it's that action that creates the result, not the thinking. You can't sit there and think and hope, hope for the result. You got to create the feelings and the actions. That's what creates the results. Less is more. Go narrow and deep. This is where I get into the free rocks of marketing and all that. You know, you could, there's so many shiny, you know, things out there that you could chase. Become an expert in three things, sometimes less. And go deep, 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 deep into those things and become an expert. Okay? Focus on fewer things. I am so tempted to start so many different things. If you guys know how many things I just put the brakes on and said, no, it's not a core strength of mine. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Pump the brakes. Get rid of the idea, right? Number 17, learn to reverse engineer. Understand what you want and then start and create, and start uh, or create um, by going backwards. Know what you want. That's your goal. Know what you want and the reverse engineer back into what you need to do today and tomorrow and next week and next month and next year to get to where you want to go. That's called reverse engineering. Number 18, give, give, give. When you are done giving, give some more. Straight out of the go-giver, go right? The best marketing does not feel like marketing or show up as marketing. Okay, I'm ready about ready to blow your mind with this one phrase. You ready? Influ influencers, masters, don't say, look at me. They say, how can I help? The master, the influencers, don't say, look at me. They say, how can I help? That's how you gain influence. Don't, don't talk about influencers. I'm not talking about influencers on Instagram, okay? They get paid for pretty pictures. 
I am talking about someone who has influence. The next one was very hard for me to learn. Number 19, you have to be a good giver, but you also have to be a good receiver. You need both to stay in that constant flow of give and receive, give and receive, give and receive. receive. Learn to simply say thank you. Saying thank you is being respectful to those wanting to give to you. Saying thank you is being respectful to those wanting to give to you. And we'll just leave that one there for a second. I love that one. Okay, number 20. Every real estate business is different. Okay, learn from your many mentors, your coaches, your training programs. Learn as, as much as you can from as many people as possible and execute authentically based on what you've learned. Nothing that I'm teaching you today is new to me, all right? I went out and found it like a DJ, right? This just happens, these 30 things just happen to be my playlist for you today, right? None of them are, are I just might package things differently, right? I might package things differently, but they are not not created by me, okay? I went out and learned them from multiple people and that's what you need to do in your business. And I will never ever expect you to say, I gotta do exactly what Jim said. No, go out and learn from multiple people, right? Okay, number 21, learn to transition with intention throughout the day through those different versions of yourself. The version of me as a father of teenage daughters is different than being on the phone with one of you, okay? And I have to transition from my mornings to my days, my, where I execute and then home to be a father and a husband, different versions. And you gotta take a little bit of time in between those steps to step back and say, take a breath and say, okay, switch, mode switch, right? That's called transitioning. Okay, number 22, high performance starts with elimination. Be very mindful of your personal environment. If your environment is unorganized, you most likely will be organized yourself. Okay, elimination. You cannot start new things without eliminating the dead weight. You cannot plant without weeding. High performance starts with elimination, okay? Number 23, understand and implement the concept of multiplication. What does that mean? Take the time to create processes and allow them to save you time over the life of your business. Get your business out of your head, create those processes. Upfront, take the time and let that process pay you back over the life of your business. That's called multiplication. That's a lot of what coaching is all about, is going in on these last two statements and deleting what doesn't work and go in and add the things that do work and document, document them, okay? 
Self-development, number 24, self-development is a mandatory part of growth. You will always perform at the level of your self-development. You will always perform at the level of your self-development. Okay? Those lottery winners that win all that money and then they give it back in three or four years. Why? Because they cannot handle the cash. Their emotional intelligence, their self-development is not at a place that can handle that kind of wealth. And most end up spending it all and giving it back. Okay? Number 25, be consistent. Your current reality is the result of what you were thinking, doing, and learning six to nine months ago. If you take off a couple of months, in quotes, take off a couple of months, it will take you that same amount of time to regain your momentum. So the goal is to do something every single day to keep that ball rolling, that big mo rolling. I've seen it happen. Somebody has a you know monster month, five, six, seven, eight closings, right? And they're like, man, I'm going to Miami for two weeks. And then they lose their focus. And then they come back, take them a couple of weeks. And then, you know, before you know it, they've lost, you know, all of their momentum. It takes that same amount of time to get it back. All right. Number 26, in five years, you will be the sum of the books you read and the people you choose to spend your time around. Number 27, learn to play on offense, not on defense. This is, this is literally right out of my playbook. Every single day, I, I try to play on offense, not on defense. When I'm playing on defense, I get cranky, unhappy, and stressed out. So I do everything I can, and that's why my mornings are so powerful that I try to get ahead of everything so that I can take the things that come at me in a cadence that works for me. Learn to play on offense, not defense. Number 28, listen to your gut. Your intuition is guiding you. Don't just listen to it. Act on it. If somebody's crossed your mind, if somebody crossed your mind, they logged on to your radio station, okay? This is like the law of gravity, okay? There is science and quantum physics that says that that person thought of you for those of you know the, that know this little secret, someone crosses your mind, pick up the phone and call them. Send them a text, something. That's your intuition. That's your gut. Number 29, create a task management system that is comfortable and works for you. Learn to plan. That's why they call them planners. Number 30, people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. Now team, there are so many more nuggets like this that I that this title suggests, right? I could have gone deep 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 deeper. Hopefully you enjoyed them, but next week I'm going to I'm going to wade into a topic that I have never once covered in a group setting and rarely have I covered it one-on-one. Okay? I'm going to go, I'm going to jump into the topic of financial literacy next week in hopes to cover the basic to-dos and don'ts 
that I wish someone would have taught me early in my life and my career. As I was creating this list yesterday, so many of them were financial related. And I'm like, I just got to do a whole separate call, which I will do next week. And, uh, you know, you learn in life sometimes what not to do, right? Life is a great teacher. And my goal has always been not to let those ideas or my experiences go to waste. And I said, if I was ever, if I can impact one person, I'm going to do it. So 23 years later, from the time I got into real estate, 13 years I've, since I've had my real estate heart attack, 10 years since I've been with the brand, um, there's a lot of these things that I have just learned that I hope to continue to give to you. Next week will be a whole separate Monday morning pep talk on financial literacy. So thanks for sticking with me today, guys. We went a little bit longer, but hopefully you found this helpful. The notes and stuff will be on From the Desk of Jim Miller. You'll be able to find them on um, uh, my website as well. So thank you, everybody, for jumping on with me today. Hopefully you found this helpful, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.